Hello and welcome to the Violin and Viola Practice Power Podcast. Laurel Thompson here, bringing you the second installment of the Practice Tidbit series, which is all about strengthening the fourth finger, which I think we could all work out just a little bit more. So first of all, pretend that you're holding your instrument without holding your instrument. So raise the left hand, the left arm, up with the elbow bent and curl your fingers. And find the base joints of your finger, the knuckles. Find those, they're on the back of your hand. And without focusing on the fingertips at all, go ahead and flutter your fingers up and down as if your fingers are levers that are moving from the knuckles in back, in the back of your hand. So only focus on the back of your hand. And then go ahead and isolate the fourth finger and move that one like a lever, again, from the back of the hand, from the knuckle. Can do this with all the other fingers as well. And when you're done with that, go back to the fourth finger and really hone in on that feeling of moving from the knuckle in the back. Make sure throughout this exercise that the palm is perfectly relaxed. Especially notice that the base of the thumb should be relaxed. So that big muscle in your palm, that one should be relaxed, not involved at all. You'll see a little bit of movement in your palm, but really, again, focus on the movement originating from the back of the hand. All right, so you have that. Let's grab the instrument. With your instrument in position, you can leave your, your bow to the side there. We'll use that in a minute. With your instrument in position, go ahead and cradle the neck of the violin or the viola between your thumb and the base of your first finger, but keep the first three fingers up in the air, hovering above the strings. Let's go ahead and do that same motion with the fourth finger, moving the fourth finger from the base of the finger, from the knuckle, like a lever, and making sure that the palm stays perfectly relaxed and you're going to be tapping on your strings. So let's go ahead and, and let's just pick the A string and tap on that. And I want you to create an audible sound when you tap. So you don't have to push the string down all the way to the fingerboard, but you definitely want to hear that tap of the fingertip on the fingerboard and find a way for the fourth finger to be curved. This is really important for strength. So let's try that about the speed of the second hand moving around the clock. So about 60 beats in a minute, or 60 taps in a minute, I should say. Focus on the back of the hand. Very good. So now let's put the third finger down as a stabilizing support finger, and we're gonna do that tapping just one more time. Again, focus on the back of your hand. Very nice. So you probably felt that you could isolate the knuckle area easier this time, and you had more strength in the fourth finger. Remember this experience for those times when you might feel a little bit weaker in the fourth finger, say if you're doing fourth finger vibrato, 
When needed, you can always use the third finger as a support finger to the fourth. So let's take the bow now and actually find some specific pitches. Let's locate the third finger D in first position on the A string. Now, using that same method we did with the tapping, let's place the fourth finger moving from the knuckle in the back of the hand and locate the fourth finger. Uh, it could be called either an E flat or a D sharp, depending on uh, enharmonically what you, what, what you want to call it. It's the same note. So it's just going to be a half step up from where we found the three. So coming from the bass, so there's the E flat or D sharp. Now let's find the E natural, which would be a whole step up from the third finger. And now let's do a slow kind of tap trill back and forth between the third finger to the low fourth finger and the third finger to the high fourth finger or regular fourth finger, whatever you want to call it. The D sharp or E flat and then to the E. All right, here we go. A bit eerie, I would say. Let's do that about twice as fast. Now let's try some trills with the third and fourth fingers. Let's do the E natural first. Keep your third finger down the whole time and let's speed up gradually through the trill. So I'll give you an example first and then you can give it a try right after me. And give it a try. When you do this on your own, which I encourage you to as part of your daily practice routine, you can start as slow as you want and speed up to as fast as you can, and you can take as much time to do that. I'd also encourage you to go back the other way, starting really fast and then gradually slowing down. Make sure that you're only practicing this for a few minutes at a time though, because we don't want to wear the fourth finger out and cause problems in the hand. So let's now try that same type of trill, but doing the low fourth finger, the, the D sharp or E flat. So play right after me, I'll give you an example. So give that a try. Nice. I find it interesting that the fourth finger feels so much less secure when doing the trill next to the third finger, for me anyway, than it does when it's a whole step away. 
but I find the opposite for when I'm playing melodically. So if I have a low fourth finger and I'm able to use that stability of the third finger right next to it, I feel much more secure. Anyway, it's, it's just interesting. I don't know if you found that as well as you went through these exercises, but um, it helps to know these things about our anatomy and then we can adjust when we're playing to accommodate and to, to make it so that really each finger sounds like all the other fingers and we don't have one that we favor more than others or one that we always choose to avoid. So I hope this has been helpful. This is really just one way to strengthen the fourth finger. If you want to take this concept a step further, I would suggest making a practice of trilling from all the other fingers up to the fourth finger as well, and even the open string. If you want some music that can kind of spell this out for you, I really like Shrajek. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's S-C-H-R-A-D-I-E-C-K. Uh, the School of Violin Technics, book one, and it's really just the first exercise. The rest of the book gets into etudes that are all about playing in different positions. It's lots of position work. But this first, uh, the first two pages are all in one string and just working all of your fingers exactly as we've been working them today. Moving from the base, knuckles, hammering them down like levers, uh, keeping the palm relaxed, just all of these ideas are really spelled out on these first two pages of the Shrajek. The rest of the book, depending on your level, might be way advanced or might be right up your alley, I'm not sure, but I always come back to those first two pages. Um, for beginners, intermediates, more advanced people, whatever, it's, it, they're really good. I also recommend spending some time with my intermediate intonation workout podcasts. Although you might not have any issues with your intonation, uh, lucky you, uh, I go over how to set up the frame of the hand, so the four fingers and the thumb, with the fourth finger in mind. So oftentimes the fourth finger doesn't feel strong and secure because we've left it until the end. We've set up the hand and the first and the third and the second finger and all of those fingers feel really strong and then the fourth finger is reaching and stretching and uh, it's, it's not good. It's not going to work. And remember, if you're planning to devote any amount of time to fourth finger isolated work, which I definitely encourage on a daily basis, make sure you're not doing it for any more than three minutes at a time. We really don't want you to wear your fourth finger out and cause pain and other problems. I would feel horrible if that happened. Please don't do it. So again, this is the Violin and Viola Practice Power Podcast and Laurel Thompson bringing you various tips and tools and techniques for playing the violin and viola. I hope you enjoyed, and if you like this podcast, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. You can also go ahead and like my Facebook page, which is brand new, and it is Laurel Thompson Music. Thompson is spelled T-H-O-M-S-E-N. I think I should be pretty easy to find. You can also find me on my website, laurelthompson.com. And if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for me, send me an email. My email address is laurel at laurelthompson.com. You can also post those comments, questions, and suggestions on my Facebook page, as I'm sure that others might like to hear your questions and my responses. So until next time, I hope your fourth finger gets nice and beefy and strong, and happy practicing. <laughs>